Hey y'all, hey, it's your girl Paula with another exciting episode of Coffee Chit Chat. And I'm super excited because we have a very special guest in the building this morning. But before I introduce you to our guest, let's shout out our coffee of the week. And it's going to be a iced chai latte. So make sure you grab one. And I'm going to give you guys a brief little introduction of my guest. His name is Travis, better known as A.O. Trav. And he's here to tell us about mukbangs. And I know some of you guys are probably like, what is that? So we're going to find out a little bit about mukbangs this morning. And he's a native of Atlanta. He graduated from the illustrious Clark Atlanta (laughs) (laughs) University uh, and with dreams of always being an entertainer. That dream finally came true, although it came from a disastrous time. A.O. Trapp was diagnosed with stomach cancer in March 2018, but he did not let that keep him down. He took that tragedy and he turned it into magic when he discovered the art of mukbangs. And so um, we're going to just let we're going to let Travis explain more about mukbangs. But now he uses his platform to discuss current events, pop culture and various life lessons. Welcome. Welcome, Travis. So happy to have you. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. So we're going to let you explain to our audience all about mukbangs. What is mukbangs? <laughs> okay. So it it started in Asian countries. It's actually pronounced mukbangs. But okay. of course, here in America, we flip it and we spin it and put our own little twist on it. <laughs> and long story short, a mukbang is eating a large quantity of food and engaging with your audience. So I do mukbangs on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. And I do live mukbangs on an app called Bigo, which is actually what I just finished doing right now. Okay. Oh, my goodness. So what did you just finish uh, completing? Chipotle. Oh, wow. <laughs> was it spicy? Which I, don't, I don't normally eat Chipotle that often. I, I do it like once every couple of months when I have a craving for it. And today was that day. Okay. And was it spicy? And you were still talking? You were still able to talk? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That is my number one question I wanted to ask you. Do you get like really, really full? Like, how does that feel? You know, and you're still talking about topics. That is just so, that's an art. (laughs) So when I first started doing that, I was going through chemotherapy. So Mm. they had me to like kind of ease the pains. They had me doing morphine, Percocet, um, oxycodone. So when I first started, I would never get full. Because those medicines will make me feel numb. So after a while, my body just got used to it. So, I mean, I do get full, but maybe 20 minutes or so later after I'm done filming, I'll be like, I need a snack. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So now you're you're in remission. Everything is going well. So do you yes. think that's how, was that like maybe your motivation? When I had first got out of the hospital, I couldn't eat. Mm-hmm. I could barely drink water, maybe a piece of a chicken wing I could eat. And after that, I would be full or my stomach would start cramping. So I saw a lady named B-Love eating big crab legs. And I was like, what in the world is this? <laughs> and as I was watching it, it gave me a sensation like I was eating because I couldn't. So I was like, well, she could make me feel that way. I wonder what I can do for other people. So I have people that contact me to say, I've been in the hospital eating nothing but um, fruits and salads and things like that. So I'll watch you to help me get through it. People with eating disorders contact me and say it helps them, you know, have an appetite and things like that, which is why 
I wanted to do it. It came at the expense of a very traumatic time, but I'm happy that it happened because I wouldn't be able to help other people. Yeah. And for you to be able to take that and now you're able to help others, I mean, that's awesome. I know that makes you feel good as well. It do. It do. I'm not going to lie. Whenever people like send me messages like that or leave comments like that, I always screenshot it. Because when I'm feeling like I'm not doing enough or I'm not good enough, I go back and read those and be like, this is why you're doing this. So keep going. Awesome. Well, you know what? I want to ask you a little about that CAU experience. How did okay. you, how, how did that kind of shape where you are today? <laughs> um, I'm sure Brittany can agree with this. It, <laughs> it taught me to find a way to make one. Literally. All right. All right. She said that all the time. <laughs> and it's, it's like kind of hard to explain unless you, you went there and you understood the trials and tribulations that we went through. Like, There'll be times where we'll be up till two, three o'clock in the morning studying for a test because we know if we don't do this, we're not going to graduate. So that's kind of where I am now, like working in the entertainment industry full time. If I don't film a video, if I don't go live, if I don't do this, I won't make a revenue, meaning I won't have a way to pay my bills. So fighting my way through college makes me fight now. Like if you don't get up and do it, you're going to have no lights. If you don't get up and do it, your car's going to be gone. So oh, that's wow. what really shaped me to be the person I am. That is so awesome. And I hear that you're a part of that blue and white family. You know, you're talking to a Zeta for over 30 years. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but did you enjoy becoming a member of Phi Beta Sigma once you um, were initiated into our organization? Yes, um, I, I did. I had fun the, the entire way through. And truthfully, I tell people to this day, I wouldn't be where I am now if I was not a Sigma. Mm. The person that drove me to the hospital after I passed out was a Sigma. The person who let me sleep on their couch, let me sleep in their spare room, the times where I was scared to be at home after I got out of the hospital because I didn't want to be alone was a Sigma. People that were helping me pay my bills while I was going through chemo were all Sigmas. Oh, wow. See, that, that brotherhood. Wow. That's amazing. I made the right choice. I love to hear that because, you know, sometimes people are like, well, why? They love that little organization so much. Everybody, this, this, this. But they don't understand. It's truly a brotherhood and sisterhood of people who will help you at your lowest points. Yep. Point in case. Uh, there was a time where after I got out the hospital, um, I hadn't been to work yet. I was going to start work the following week. Mm-hmm. I got a notification. You have 24 hours or your car is going to be gone. Oh, goodness. Now, unfortunately, I didn't make it within that 24 hours because I didn't want to bother people. But after that car was gone and I, you know, I texted a few Sigmas, I had the money to get it back within an hour. Oh, wow. That I mean, that's amazing. That's that's just an awesome testimony within itself, you know, to go from just not knowing, you know, what was going to happen with your diagnosis and then actually having it and then to not having a job and to not knowing what you were going to do. Because I know sometimes when you get out the hospital, you're not ready or, you know, you don't even feel like going to work. I got out of the hospital in March of 2018. I didn't go back to work until August. Oh, wow. And then it came back in November. Oh, my goodness. Really? I was out of work again. Mm. Oh, wow. We're praying this going to stay away. It's been since 2019. So... 
years. We haven't had any signs that it's coming back. We're going to keep our fingers crossed. And right now, we're just going to take it day by day. Oh, yes. Well, I just, I'm just very impressed with your whole story and your testimony. What other goals do you think you have? after, are you going to do this like for a, a minute or you think you want to do something else? I don't think that this will be my end all be all. Mm-hmm. I never even thought that this would be my ticket into some of the rooms that I've been in or to even have some of the conversations I've had with people. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I would I would like to do some type of entertainment reporting at a oh. different level than what I'm doing now outside of just YouTube. But I do, prior to that, I do want to bring more awareness to Mookbox and bring it more mainstream. Okay. Because although it's it's popping right now on social media, there's so many people who still don't know what it is. Right, because when you wrote that, I was like, what the heck is that? <laughs> is that what it's called? <laughs> I didn't know what it was called. <laughs> yeah, when, when I applied for my apartment complex and they was like, you know, what do you do for work? I said, I eat. She was like, huh? <laughs> what? I was like, yeah, I eat on, on YouTube. And she's like, and you get paid to do that. And I show her the video. And she was like, well, um, do they pay you enough? Because you have to make three times the rent. Oh. And then, you know, <laughs> when I showed her what I need to show her, she said, oh, okay. I understand. So it's, <laughs> people will never understand until they understand. That is, see, I don't think people understand because I know a lot of parents. When I said, when I, I would tell them that Brittany was a communication, you know, mass media, she wants to be in that industry. Oh, but what is she really going to do? I was like, that's what she's going to do. And I don't think they understand that you guys can freelance. You can do your stuff until that door opens. She did the same. Thing. I just want people to never give up. Like, I mean, I'm not going to lie. The past couple of maybe two or three weeks. I've been in a really depressing state because Brittany know I've been wanting to be on TV since she met me. There has been a plethora of shows, a lot that I really can't name, I still sign NDAs, that I've made it to the final round of. Mm. There's currently a show on TV right now that I was contacted about in June. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, um, we want to give you some more information. So I'm like, oh my God, this is the final round before casting. Mm -hmm. Make it because they're like, we're giving you information. So I'm like, okay, are they about to tell me when we're meeting, where we're meeting? Like, is it plane tickets? They asked me for my availability. I was like, hey, I'm free from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. EST. So I'm just waiting on the call. I put my phone on do not disturb except for their number. <laughs> nothing, nothing happened. So I, I reached back out like 10 minutes later. Hey, I'm still available for the rest of the night. Cancel all my plans. Nothing. The next day, nothing. To this day, still nothing. The only reason why I found out that they moved forward with the show is when I saw the trailer. Oh, no. No, that's just not right. I A lot of times I feel like my family don't understand. And I, I be wanting to be mad at them sometimes, but I know I can't because they mm-hmm. wouldn't understand. And it, it's not for them to understand. Mm-hmm. But I, it's also not my place to make them understand. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think they just have to, if I say I can't do this, I shouldn't have to give an explanation because I'm hurting more than people understand that I'm hurting, mm-hmm. but people never, and not saying that my family is this way, but people in general never, because I'm always smiling on camera because I have to, they don't hit me up, hey, how's your day going? 
what what have you accomplished recently? What da 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 da? It's always a lot of people. Can I have this? Can you cash at me? Can you send me this? Or can I can I do a video? And I'm just like, nobody's asking me how the hell I'm doing. Say, how, how am I feeling today? A lot of times I'll be feeling alone, other than you know my very close friends. People just don't get it. They don't get it. Mm-hmm. And oh, it wow. Well, whenever you want to talk, just inbox me. I I give you my my cell number. You can text. But I want you to tell my listeners how they can follow you. Uh, okay, so. On all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, yeah, all the Pinterest, all of those. It's A-O Trav, A-Y-O-O-T-R-A-V-V. Same name across the board. Just do not add me on Snapchat, ladies and gentlemen. Uh-oh. <laughs> Y'all hear that? Don't add him on Snapchat, but Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and all that. We're going to end with the uh, quote of the week. And it says, laughter is brightest in the place where food is good. And that's an Irish proverb. So see you guys next week for another episode of Coffee Chit Chat. Bye, y'all. Thanks, Travis. Thank you so much.